What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the SoCo Show. It's episode number 197. This, of course, is the voice of the co-host, Cody Michael, and I'm joined, as always, by the so-host, Seth Ott. Hello. Hello. Let's say hello to the bro-host as well. At Jared Buckendall. Hello, hello. One thing that just came to me was that I just, I have my own theme song, and you two don't, so, <laughs> or or it's Seth, at least Seth doesn't, um, we, we gotta do something about that, don't we? Should we each get our own theme? I don't I mean, know, do you I think guess... that people would get annoyed at that, like, three, hey, here's, here's the so-host, here's the co-host, here's the bro-host. If we each had <laughs> our own come on music? Yeah. I don't know, man, I, I think it could be fun, maybe we need to each have our own. I guess I hadn't thought of that. This is, this is occurring to me music. for the first time. <laughs> oh, <as well>. no. <laughs> yeah, yours is going to be Come On Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Come On music is Doom, 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 Doom. I can't do the song very well, but you know the one from The Hub. I, it never, I never thought of it that way. I guess, I, I guess the theme is the theme, and then I guess that is just – that's your – I don't know. That's, I, that's, I, honestly, it, it, that never occurred to me before. It's a sounder, probably more than the. Than yeah, a theme. yeah. There we go. It's a sounder. Okay, that's so fair. I we have our sounder. own sounders. Yours is yeah, more. So Jared, you have like four sounders. I, I have a sounder because <laughs> I say the dumbest things. <laughs> you guys, you guys each have a few sounders. I think you guys got some good ones. You get a fucking cookie and a star. We there could we bring Seth on that's with that a good one. one every week. That would be a good one. I, I don't think the I don't think it would make sense to start the podcast with boys, but we can start <laughs> doing it. Like if you guys want to, I think it should start with that. Yes, let's go to space. <laughs> yes, we need to go to space. If just if that was the beginning, if yep. it was if it was silence, just followed by yes, we need to go to space. What's every, What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Soco Show. <laughs> Oh fuck! We should do that for an episode. We are joined as always by the so host Seth Hot. You get a fucking cookie and a star. And the bro host Jared Buckendall. Oh, mummy. <laughs> I think we're on to something, you guys. It's time to make a change. Wow, that one's gonna be good. Have you guys? Uh, have you guys? I swear, it took me four or five days to get rested from Vegas, and it's not even that we did anything too crazy. Um, I think I'm just getting old and tired from travel and, and having to catch up on work. But I, I, I took the weekend to, like, get back up to full health. Are you guys feeling fully fully recovered from the trip last week yet? I don't think I'm going to for a while. I, uh, <laughs> not even that, like, I just haven't had any, like, recharge time yeah. like, on my own. So I'm just kind of, which, uh, I mean, it's been nice. I've gotten to see some people and have some drinks. Like, this weekend, Mike V came down. Um of Mike's Wood, and we had some drinks, and also his brother Tyler, who I think is also a anchor wanker. Wanker, there we go. Um, and <laughs> and so uh, it was nice to see him. I had a great time, but I am I am desperate for like just to sit on the couch and do nothing weekend. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which I don't think this weekend is going to be one either. <laughs> uh oh. Still can't you're do it. This huh? weekend? No, oh, I you're got... doing some uh, doing some traveling, right? Family trip. Yep. Plan, yeah, plans with my dad for Memorial Day weekend. Nice. There you go. Nice. There you go. Um, for myself, like, you know, I, I explained on the last show that, like, I cannot relax. I did try to take this weekend, but then again, I did uh, 
power not power wash but completely clean and redo like not redo the bathroom but clean the shower and all that and then fix the fan and lights and stuff in there um but one thing that did come to mind i was talking to someone recently about vegas and stuff and they're like oh so how was your trip like i didn't see any photos or video there's no proof we went to vegas (laughs) (laughs) you're 100 percent right there's not a single it's it's and i think i think this is ultimately the sign of a good trip I don't I I don't even really think I sent any texts like while yeah. we were there. Like yep. I barely touched my phone. Like I looked, you know, you pull up your your text app and it shows you all the conversations. Mm-hmm. Like it went from like hey, getting on the plane now to hey, just landed. You guys make it home okay? Like that was, <laughs> those were the two in a row and then like my mom was in there going like be safe, but like besides that, it was I I didn't exist for a couple There's- of days, which I like. There was one photo of us uh, during our time there, and that was for uh, uh, oh, when, yeah. we, when we won uh, the uh, escape room. Yeah, where where is That's that? That's right. Uh, it's in an email. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, shit, I probably deleted that then. <laughs> oh, no. Did she mail it to you? I never saw it. Yeah, it might be in your uh, spam or something. I'll have to go find it. What was the name of it? Here, I'm going to do, do a quick search on their Facebook. It was... Escapeology. Yep. Which, by the way, recommend uh, if you ever get to Vegas, Escapeology is a pretty solid, um, pretty solid spot. We had a pretty nicely made, pretty nicely made um, escape room last week. Escape room. Escape. It was, and there was not nearly as much throw up as there was from the barbecue. So it was, (laughs) I think, on the whole, it was a good experience. It doesn't look like they post the photos there. So, oh, wait, is that it? Oh, never mind. Someone else commented. We'll have to find that photo. We'll post it on the SoCo pages um, for the kings of escape rooms. You can't, you can lock us in a room, but we're getting the fuck out. That's our, <laughs> we'll come up with a better tagline later, but that's our official uh, escape room team. You know, as I was saying that, I thought, how fucking nerdy and ridiculous is that? I would bet you anything there are competitive. Uh, escape room escape room oh, 100%. Yeah. um i mean this is a little off topic but the new escape room escape room 2 they changed it to tournament of champions and they're bringing all of the champions into the fold oh the movie yeah oh god oh the movie oh shit i yeah, liked that the movie. movie i don't care I, I know it was bad but i liked it it was mm-hmm. like um it was like taco bell in that way <laughs> where you Did, go uh... and sit there for two hours and then you have diarrhea <laughs> 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 did uh yeah does daredevil's girlfriend survive in that uh i don't remember who the last person was there was it was a girl there was a final girl this Blonde? is spoilers for escape escape room from yeah what 2019 something like that um blonde one person survives and then there's like a doesn't she have to fight her way out oh no remember they they get on a plane at they the get end. on there's a plane a stinger the for end, the yeah. sequel I don't think they make it. I think it's implied that the plane goes down. So I think we'll get all new people. That's okay. I I just, by the way, made my way around to Daredevil's girlfriend. I can picture her now. And I don't think she made it even through that movie. I think she went down. She's like the star of that. I think she was was the person we knew the most, but she wasn't the lead. I I remember like on the poster even, she was like in the front of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that I remember. I would bet that that I, w- I would bet that they made the poster after they shot the movie and 
she was big on Daredevil, so they made her big on the poster. Yeah, that's my guess for what happened. She but has a she's she was good. Famous. I mean, she was, she was also as good like as anybody else or something. Oh, is that right? Yes, True Blood. Something like that. I'm not sure I know a single person that watched True Blood. I'm sure it I did. I bet you watched yeah, True my, Blood. Yeah, my 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 <laughs> old roommate in college actually he binged it, and I I think I watched seasons two one through one two and a half of three, I believe. Very uh very sexual mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Is that Nina Dobrev in that one? Playing a sexy vampirist? No. Suki. Call the, uh... I don't think she's in that. Suki? I think... <laughs> I think that was her name in the show. The the person that plays Rogue. I don't know what her real name is. I think Nina oh, Dobrev that, was, that on, was on like a CW one. Like the originals or something like that. Oh, was that a spinoff? Originals or... How can the originals be a spinoff? That's an oxymoron. <laughs> I think True True Blood was an HBO show. Yeah, that's right. Anna Camp was on there. I like her a lot. She's funny and Pitch Perfect. Uh, Nina Dobrev was in Vampire Diaries. There we go. And I think the originals is a spinoff of the Vampire Diaries. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. What about the Vampire's Apprentice? I didn't think we'd ever go down a (laughs) CW vampire show rabbit hole but. i was gonna say what well, <laughs> i'm sure that was like the two most entertaining minutes that we've ever had in the Soko show <laughs> is she in that no i think it's that are you sure <laughs> no it's that one well that was a spinoff though right <laughs> oh, man. by the way um if you google nina dobrev the second like question is is she single um i'm not going to tell you the answer you'll have to go google it for yourself um, but it may surprise you Ooh. Anyway, CW vampire shows aside, <laughs> we're off to a hot start here uh, on episode 197. Just want to make a quick uh, quick announcement. Our next live show is a big one. Uh, we hope you'll put it on the calendars uh, June 17th. That's a Thursday night at 8 p.m. on the J-Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. We are going to be having episode number 200 of the SoCo show, and it's going to be it's going to be a big one. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we're excited to uh, to share with you guys on that episode. We're hoping that uh, everyone will be there in the comments, joining the conversation. We got a lot to tell you all about, and we are so excited that we can stop keeping some secrets. Um, so make sure you guys put that on your calendar. Again, that's June 17th, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time on J Buck Studios YouTube. At Jared Buckendall. We got a couple episodes to get through before we get to that one, though. 197 uh, promises to be packed. We're going to get into another tournament of trivial topics, factually bereft as well. A lot of topics to cover and a few movies to review. Um, so let's go ahead and dive in, but we better we better get all lubricated up here first, all titillated uh, with our titillating topic. Titillating topics. Beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it sounded like a sad version of it. <laughs> it sounded right. like you were trying to pass as a robot like poorly <laughs> in like a in a comedy you were walking around just going beep, beep, boop, boop. Boop. <laughs> hey can you play that song the one that goes beep boop bop bop no 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 the one that goes boop bop boop beep beep <laughs> that, that is a spongebob that is a, reference that's a I very say, good spongebob reference that i will applause for like that SpongeBob. that's good you get a fucking cookie and a star you do. You earned it. Titillating topics. Pulling up a random topic from a uh, beautiful website that uh, we have nicknamed or renamed the Titillator. Um, she's all warmed up, so let's go ahead and uh, fire her up. <laughs> all 
All right. You've done imitations. You've done imitations of that noise. I'm not sure you could recreate it. It's so unique. <laughs> you caught you caught audio golden. You had to you had to cut it and made sure we everyone hears it every week. So you're welcome. That's my job around here. <laughs> All right. What is the silliest invention you have heard of? <laughs> Pretty much anything my that's head, buy on TV now. Right? My head immediately went to, and to be completely honest, I'm not certain this is a thing. <laughs> but as soon before you even maybe finish the sentence, what popped into my head, and if this is real, I don't know if this is how you are supposed to say it. Bicycle dildo? Is that a <laughs> What? That is 100% a thing. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't make it up. Um, or I'm actually disappointed. It gives banana it like seed it a whole a new meaning. <laughs> oh, wow. There it is. There it is. Wow. I I don't know. I I think it sounds silly to me because it's just a combination of goofy words. I, I, I can picture in my head what it's meant to do, and I, I, I could see it maybe being effective in that endeavor, but... That's that seems a little ridiculous to me. Like I I don't know why someone thought the world needed that and they made it, designed it, built it, <laughs> and then sold it. That's a lot of steps for an idea that dumb. <laughs> Bicycle dildo. <laughs> it's also the name of my punk band, so keep an eye out for <laughs> upcoming album. <laughs> I'm 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 looking up a few. I typed in silly inventions because the one that I thought about, and I know it's fake, but it's an infomercial where it's the the like rack or something around your neck and it's them cooking and then all the spices are hanging from their neck um i think that that's a fake one so it's, yeah it's it's ridiculous but i'm looking up one and there's one that's uh called the hoodie the hoodie pillow where it's a pillow that has the hood of a sweatshirt <laughs> stitched into it <laughs> That sounds awesome. And, and then one. there's a holder for your like iPad or phone that you can listen to through the <laughs> through the hood. <laughs> That's incredible. That is goofy, but like I would buy that if I ran across one. Hmm. Um, also, quick quick update on my thing. Um, bicycle dildo is exactly one. what you're picturing. <laughs> you, you can save yourself a Google. It's it's exactly what you're picturing. <laughs> And also, there's a plethora. If you're looking for more info, there is a lot of it out there. So keep an eye out for those. But I would 100%. Do you have a link to this uh, this sweat uh, hoodie pillow thing? I would yeah. get one today. I, I, will, uh, I will send it to you, and we can include it in the show notes. Okay. We we'll should get try a to get a sponsor, to be honest. We should get – maybe we can get the SoCo logo on some, uh, on some pillow hoodies. For people to, you know, maybe you're on a plane. Maybe you want to listen to some SoCo show because you downloaded it and you want to relax and rest a little bit. I fly a fair amount. So I, I'm not kidding when I say like I would get this thing. Oh like we'll see what it costs and God. how stylish they are. I would get, I would get one of these. I just, I'm okay. I'm going through this list. 25 of the silliest inventions. And this one is complete. This is whoever made this is probably a millionaire. It's called the ham dogger. What do you guys think that is? Is it? Do you put? Do you put ham into like a casing and make a hot dog out of it? Okay, that's your guess, Cody. What's your guess? The ham dog. I think. I think it's Seth's wrestling name. 
<laughs> Welcome to the stage, handdogger. <laughs> um, or it's the. Or it's the conj- it's the it's the uh, subtitle of the Conjuring Part Four, Revenge <laughs> of the Ham Dogger. Ham Dogger, um, it is a mold that you put hamburger meat into in the shape of a hot dog. What? <laughs> Why? It's gonna look like a poop. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Oh my god, I'm so glad you just validated my thought. That's gonna look like a turd. Oh man. <laughs> The ham daughter. That's not a yeah. That's that's a poor choice. Um, you know what? You know what you get when you when you take the ham dog and you put it in the microwave and it's done cooking. This is how it sounds. Ding ding. Wow. Ridiculous. Jeff, you got any wacky inventions? Um, I. I I mean, I think just maybe one of the stupidest ones that I bought, I'm thinking of uh, as seen on TV, is probably like the HD Vision sunglasses. They were just sunglasses that like <laughs> weren't as strong as regular sunglasses. They just kind of make things like look a, a tint of brown, kind of. Um, they weren't great. Um, Fushigi is another another dumb one. What's <laughs> that? A, don't you dare a... bes- dis- don't besmirch the name of the Fushigi. <laughs> This thing was awesome. It was a heavy ass glass ball that like look. It may, you're supposed to like roll it around your arms. And oh, it looks like it's one supposed of those magic ball hippie dudes yeah. at a music festival. Hippie dippy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was pretty cool though. It wasn't, it, and it hurt if you dropped it on your toe. It was very heavy. You were um, a big. Uh, was that was that the wacky, wackiest as seen on TV that you bought? Because you used to be an aficionado for that stuff, right? <laughs> I mean, I enjoy, I enjoyed browsing the section, but I didn't buy that much. I did buy the the HD Vision. Um, I bought the one actually that was pretty sweet. Is um, when I didn't, especially when I didn't want to have to go through like boiling the noodles and all that shit. Uh, there's one that you uh, put noodles in, uh, like this plastic thing. Um, and then you put a bunch of water in it, and you put it in the microwave, and it cooks the noodles. It, it takes like twenty minutes or whatever, but um, so it was actually bowl? pretty convenient. It's pretty convenient. Um, it was like it's like a I don't know I can't I can't I, I don't maybe like a foot foot long maybe like six inches wide like four inches wide maybe but fits like nice. a serving <laughs> fits like a serving <laughs> of noodles. You fill it up with water, it boils it in the microwave, and then you just dump it out, and you're good to go. Weird. Hmm. That's not too bad. I ate a lot of spaghetti that way. I guess, I don't know. I I used to, when I was a kid, I used to want to be an inventor. And that was the only way that I was able to think about new inventions. I would be like, what, what two things could I combine into something different? And that's not inventing. That's like combining. And so <laughs> I, I kind of like... Like dildo bike, for example. You know what's awesome? Bikes. You know what else is awesome? Dildos. And so you combine the two and it's something even more awesome. It's kind of like the uh, quesarito. Quesadillas are delicious. Burritos mm. are delicious. Put them together. Double delicious. Doesn't always work. But um, I think yeah. a lot of the as-, as seen on TV stuff is like that. A prime example of one that did not work, again, steering into food, is the uh, stuffed crust pizza with hot dogs in it. <laughs> did not work. Don't do what that. About was the, that a Pizza Hut? I think it was Pizza Hut, or maybe it was Pizza Hut across, like, in a different country. What about the cheese at pizza from Pizza Hut? Wait, what's the cheese at pizza? 
Is a pizza that looked like a cheese it. <laughs> it's so it's square. Yeah, it was huge. It was, it was gross. like a big square pinata. <laughs> I gotta look this with up. Like the a cheesy cheese crust. Pizza. Yeah. It was. It's obscene. It looks like a crime against nature. Yeah, oh, look this cr- looks disgusting. <laughs> it's a basically a bunch of. Oh my god, no! It's just giant things of. It's it's a square. It's a pillow. It's a mozzarella pillow with dipping sauce. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that actually you that that did not turn me off. That, that moved me in the opposite direction. Mo- mozzarella pillow is also another good name for a punk band. <laughs> That is good. If you took the mozzarella pillow and you attached it to a hoodie, I think we're going to be millionaires. Oh, fuck yeah. If, if we can figure that out. There we out. go. That's going to be good. We are mozzarella wow. pillow. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? We, we could do a cover. Please, show me your dick. That's not, that's not what I meant to hit. I, what? What? Why is this crowd yelling at us to show us our penises? Well, because on? we're sexy men, I guess. Is, that's that's that thing. Yes, those two go no, hand No, if we're going to start hand. a band named Mozzarella... Mozzarella... Oh, gosh. That's, <laughs> mozzarella Pillow can be a cover band, and we can sing covers like this one. That's what I was going for. There we I, go. I, again, I wow. swung and missed on the clicking. Man, our or we can throw calling. it back a little bit. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. Oh, 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 oh. I think it go. would be funny be... to be a cover band, but you don't have any distinct uh, decade or flavor or genre. You just play in random songs. <laughs> Our only flavor is cheesy hits. Cheesy hits. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the marinara cannons. Oh, God. The marinara cannon would also be a good name for a punk band. <laughs> Is someone writing these down? <laughs> if if anyone who's starting a punk band is listening to this week's SoCo show, we are doing oh, free work for you I'm right crying. now. Marinara Cannon? I'm going to make that my Xbox gamer tag. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Man. There's a lot to unpack. I'm, if I'm to summarize our segment here, we got Marinara Cannons. <laughs> we got mozzarella pillows. And yeah. then... Well, I mean, I think the episode this week is going to be called Mozzarella Pillows and Marinara Cannon. That sounds pretty good. Um, I don't know. Ten minutes ago, I would have said for sure Bicycle Dildo was going to be the name. But when we can eclipse that in the first half hour, I think we're off to a good start. I think it's, I think it's safe to say we are properly titillated. So uh, the titillating topic did its job this week. Titillating. Actually, didn't we we named a band a couple of weeks ago too? Um, <laughs> Alabama Frog. Yeah. <laughs> We've oh, named man. quite a few bands. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, if we do go as uh, Mozzarella Cannon, you know how bands will Mo- uh, Marinara Cannon. Marinara Cannon. Sorry, my bad. I didn't mean to. I didn't. Mozzarella Cannons. <laughs> They'd get really messy. Yeah. Marinara, it's at least like, it, it's, you know, it's a projectile. Mar- the mozzarella cannons would just be fucking strings all over the place. It'd look weird. Or you could do like bricks of mozzarella and just murder the <laughs> Oh, man. That would have hurt. It's fire. Boom. Be like shooting boom. bricks. Grenade launcher. If we go as marinara cannon, then um, you know how most bands, the drummer will throw their drumstick out into the crowd <laughs> and make you want to grab it and stuff? 
mm-hmm. we could throw breadsticks out into the crowd. Ooh, hell yeah. So there we go. People would be... People could wave them around. I think uh, I think people would like bring their own breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what people do. People bring their own breadsticks, and then we shoot out marinara yeah. into the crowd, and they just hold them up. <laughs> the first fr- few rows are the splash zone. Oh my Everybody god! Everybody, hold up your sticks! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I know is. <laughs> I just there's a new goal for this podcast. If we ever are able to achieve a live show, then that is what is happening. Bring your own breadsticks, and the marinara cannons are going to be there to play some Creed songs. I think we've, we've already. We just need to get the funding in the audience, people. So help us get there. Uh, that's going to be one hell of a night. That does happen. Even shit. if we don't, if even if we can't secure the marinara cannons or the uh, band, at least bring your own breadsticks yeah. to our show. Yeah, please. Yeah. Still There'll be no breadsticks sold at the concession stand. No, they're too expensive to bring in. Please, show me your... D- breadsticks. <laughs> oh, fucking A. Um, you know who I bet like bread, likes breadsticks? WWE legend with particularly good taste. Let's check in on the Iron Sheik here. I call you a punk. Got a couple uh, Sheiky tweets that I had to, uh, had to go with this, w- th- this week. Uh, first one, he uh, is talking about a uh, comic book icon and how people in the comic books might not be the smartest. He says, how fucking dumb are the people who don't recognize the Clark Kent? Is uh, The Clark Kent, Clark Kent is the Superman. Wow, I botched that one. <laughs> Just because he wore the jabroni glasses. <laughs> he brings up, I mean, I feel like this is well documented in the DC comic community already, but like, it is an awful disguise like people should notice him but i do think the highlight here is is the car he says the there i think the reason he stumbled over it it's is because he sentence. says the clark kent is the superman yeah <laughs> how fucking dumb are the people who don't recognize the clark kent as the superman just because he wear the jabroni glasses that's There's a lot, a of, lot of thes yeah yeah that's classic uh classic iron chic vocabulary or i guess grammar though well, so this next one has zero thes um but it is uh, his play on a classic nursery rhyme. Um, he says, one, two, fuckle my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> fuckle. <Wow. laughs> what is it that you think, what do you think happened to the Sheik? And he went, oh, that makes me think of this. Like, there had to have been a cause for that thought, you would think, right? Oh, yeah, ice cold 100%. beer. Like in, it could just be ice cold beer, Bubba. That's true, too. <laughs> Man, I gotta get what the sheik is drinking. That uh, I don't think I don't think a lot of people are in a position to put f- the word "fuck" into nursery <laughs> rhymes, but I think the Iron Sheik is one of the few, the proud, that can do it. So the Marines, <laughs> yeah, him and the the sheik and the Marines are the only ones. <laughs> one, two, fuckle my shoe. Shouts out to the Iron Sheik this week for dropping those sheik tweets. Three, four, fuckle my door. <laughs> I call you a punk. The Iron Sheik plays Fuckle Fuckle Goose. It's <laughs> Goose. Uh, it's a good time to, while I recover from that mediocre joke to shout out our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash Soko. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free. Free indeed. We have Mathis Designs. Go find our friend Steph at mathisdesigns.com for all your stationery and graphic design needs or to commission a piece of your own. Get that piece. 
get that piece nice hold on the uh, high note there that was beautiful <laughs> Seth um, you know what else is beautiful Mike's Wood head over to etsy.com slash shop slash corn fed and wed to get your wood worked oh Mike oh Mike if you're looking for some tunage while you're working that wood um, we got a couple Spotify channels for you to go check out first of all NPA uh, if you like our intro and outro music that was composed by him uh, he's also got some original tracks of his own, some rap music. If you want to go listen to some beats and lyrics over there, you can check out NPA. Uh, if you're wanting to get more into the comedy rap, check out Friday After Class. That is NPA and Jack on the Weekends. Um, I can announce, this has been coming for a long time. Uh-oh. Uh, so folks who skip over the sponsors uh, are going to maybe miss this this week. But what I can say is that uh, we have a plan in place. I talked to NPA this last week, and I can report, I'm happy to, that Glizzy's for Breakfast, the single, will be released on Spotify on June 4th. So that is eight days away from the release of this podcast. Um, so June 4th, 2021 is the day my rap career starts. <laughs> as so, it's a day that will live as, in infamy. As Lil C Man, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna remember the name Lil C Man. So if you want to catch that on day one, uh, make sure you go over and follow Friday After Class. It's going to be released Friday After Class featuring Lil C-Man, uh, and that is Glizzy's for Breakfast. It's a hot track. I have heard the completed version, and you are going to want to go listen to it. It's going to be a huge hit, probably going to be on the radio in a couple of months. Uh, so keep an ear out for that one. June 4th, once again, um, for Glizzy's for Breakfast. And what I can't tell you more about than this is more music is on the way as well so keep an ear out uh for npa and fac for more tunage that's why i sleep till noon all right npa also partners with jb here on room 56 studios the guys are helping you take your creative idea to the next level uh, if you need some help with graphic design video editing audio editing anything to take that idea out of your head and put it out into the real world head over to room56studios.com talk to the guys about how they can help you out what and finally our podcast hosting service anchor let's go to a quick 30 second ad about anchor well done as always in the deep sexy voice of the co-host uh anchor is of course the place to go if you want to become an anchor wanker Wanker. these are the elite group of soco fans (laughs) who support the show uh by sending us a dollar two dollars five dollars every month to keep the podcast going and growing. Um, lots of exciting stuff. That, that money is being put to good use lately um, on some new projects that we're working on and are excited to share with you soon. Um, so now is also a great time to become an anchor wanker if you are not Wanka. one already. There's a link in the description box to support the page. Choose the dollar amount that's right for you. Any amount is great with us. We're, we're so happy to have even the anchors that we do. So big shouts out to all of you for keeping the show going and growing. Um, if you're not an anchor wanker, Wanka. you are still helping the show out by listening to this episode. So we certainly appreciate you doing so. Um, if you want to help the show out even more, uh, spread the love, share us with some friends, help us grow the party a little bit, encourage your friends to become anchor wankers as Wanka. well. And this month we are especially putting out the call for voice messages. So coming up on episode 200 on June 17th, again, that's 8 p.m., Thursday night on the J-Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. We would love to have a bunch of uh, fan voicemail to listen to. So head over to the Anchor page, 
click voice message and leave us a hot take, leave us a, uh, a, a, a scathing review, uh, leave us a, a question or a bet to settle, a joke of yours, Maybe your whatever it is we want to hear. moment. Your favorite SoCo moment. That would be a good one. What SoCo favorite, memories do you have? Favorite OnlyFans account? Let us know. Favorite Ooh. OnlyFans account? We could, yeah. uh, if you don't want to leave that as a voice message, you could just email that to me if yeah. you want to. Um, always looking out for some recommendations on the OnlyFans. Yep. Um, and that, but, he has a special <laughs> email address for that one. It's conelyfans at gmail.com. Yeah. Conelyfans at gmail. Um, make sure you send me, send me your links there. And uh, we, we do we do want to hear your voice uh, on episode 200. So head on over, leave us a voice message, and you'll be able to hear yourself on that upcoming live show. Waka waka. All right. Well, big shouts out <laughs> once again to Anchor, to all of our sponsors, and to especially our Anchor wankers. Yeah, there's lots of... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure at one point there was a pattern to what sounders belong to which sponsors, but <laughs> fuck it, you know. You only live once. Do it live. Let's just... We'll do a live. Fuck it. That's what I say. What we are about to do live is we are about to crown the champion of something. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> we have yet. That actually that, should be the new that, name that, for the segment. 100% should be it. The champion of something? Yeah, the champion of something. <laughs> Holy the reason shit. I don't know yet is because we have yet to start this segment so let's get into it so we can uh we can figure out what the hell we're dealing with here this is about to be the tri- the tournament of trivial topics <laughs> a tournament of trivial topics fight here i'll do a new uh, recording champions of something <laughs> That's pretty solid. I can put that one to work. <laughs> All right. Well, this week, um, uh, actually, I, I believe on on the the day this drops on Thursday, uh, Cruella hits theaters. Um, Ooh. And so, uh, of course, Cruella Cruella is uh, a uh, the prequel live action to uh, Cruella Deville from 101 Dalmatians. Um, so I decided to go with. Uh, for we're gonna we're gonna crown the best Disney villain. Um, I went Ooh. with all animated. I went with all um, uh, just Disney movies. Oh, dang it! I was um, gonna so say no it's Pixar. Tony Perkins from Heavyweights. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, these are some of your classic um, classic Disney villains. I, I pulled them off a list of like best best villains and kind of went with ones that I thought we would know um, from that list. So um, without further ado, we'll start off. Uh, with the first round here, uh, we're starting off with Scar versus uh, Queen Grimhilda. Grimhilda, um, she's the evil queen from Snow White. Oh, the Apple Scar's, Woman. I, th- I think so. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Snow White. Yeah. But Scar, of course, is from Lion King. I think it's uh, what is it? Queen 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 Grindelwald. That's what it is. <laughs> well, that's the if Grindelwald's in there. That's the number one villain because that uh, that. The franchise sucks. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, not a lot of villains have the power to ruin an entire fucking beloved franchise, but Grindelwald can do it. I haven't. So Snow White, she had those seven dwarves. Is that right? I, I'm mixing up Queen Whoever the fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? You just turned into Jeff Goldblum for you a second. Did. <laughs> oh man. Oh. You know, 
what's funny is it, I, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that because if that was a good Jeff Goldblum impression, I'm never gonna get it back. Like I can only do that accidentally. It, it, it wasn't. A, you didn't sound like him. It but was you the definitely logic. had the same. Yeah, the Jeff Goldblum will definitely do that. Where he'd be like, mm, "Yes, Snow White. Mm, yes, uh, yeah, Jeff Swim Dorbs. Yes." Mm, yep. <laughs> What I was doing, and what I imagine Jeff Goldblum is doing, is I was trying to track in my head the difference between Snow White and, um, is it Cinderella that goes Cinderella. against, who goes against Maleficent? That's, um, that's, is that Sleep Sleeping Beauty? Sleep, wait, yes. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, because she's got the apple. Oh, someone, a- Abby, Abby is probably freaking out. I know she knows these. She's yelling at us in her car right now. So Maleficent knocks out Sleeping Beauty. But we're talking about Snow White in the seventies. Yes. Oh so, God. anyway, I I don't know why I spent so much time belaboring that point. I'm picking Scar. Yeah. Right? Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. I don't even. I, <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about from Snow White. So that that one feels. It's <laughs> like we had the same conversation when we were talking about escape plan, or not escape yeah. plan, escape room. Oh wow, that's uh. Yeah, anyway, I picked Scar. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, Scar's moving on. All right, um, next round we have uh, Captain Hook versus Cruella. Ooh. Ooh. Captain Hook does so are, have oh, a hook. I, are we? He does. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Shit, I forgot about that. So which is which is worse, a child murderer or a dog murderer? I picked dog murderer. Yeah, I, I was think Corella is pretty fucking scary. Glenn, yeah. Glenn Close, and I don't know if we're picking a specific iteration, but Glenn Close in her the animated Dalmatians ones. absolutely fucking terrified me. So I, <laughs> I, Cruella is, is certifiably scary as hell. I think the scene her. where Cruella is driving her car, I think in the snow, and it's like red piercing eyes, like that image, I think it's a gif. It is burnt into my memory. And I remember that part always scared me, so I got to go with uh, Cruella here. Um, the animated mm-hmm. Captain Hook never got to me. I think the Hook live-action one was a little bit... I don't even know why it was scary, but it was to me. Um, <laughs> isn't that Dustin Hoffman? It is Dustin think, Hoffman. And Is Robin Williams in that? He's in that, right? Oh, my gosh. We can't yeah, do he's this Peter Pan again. In that one. What? <laughs> we keep asking who's in a certain movie. <laughs> But also isn't like uh, Haley Joel Osment. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> R- R- Rufio is in it though. Rufio's good sure. in that one. Rufio, Rufio. Um, I'm pretty so sure Cruella they. Moves on. <laughs> yeah, Cruella's going on. I, I'm pretty sure they rip off, or I guess it's the same. So they pay homage to that shot with Isma in um, Emperor's New Groove. I think they copy that shot later when she's doing something. And I, you don't have to give it away now, Seth. But I hope Isma's on this list, and if she's no. not, we're going to talk about she's some not. snubs later. Oh. Right? You don't have to, I, we only have you. eight. She's not. There's only there's only eight options. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next round, we have uh, King of the Underworld, Hades versus Queen of the Underwater, Ursula. Ooh. Little Mermaid, and then Both? obviously uh, uh, Hercules. Hmm. I think Hades little, uh... has has jokes at least. He's he's yeah, charismatic. Um. I think he's someone well, that would be fun to go get a beer with, you know? Ursula, she's just kind of a, um, I, I don't know how to say this nicely. She's a dance mom. That's what she is. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to unsee that now. Yep. That's so spot on. Mm-hmm. She's such a dance mom. And I love dance moms. Um, Ursula did scare me, though. 
Also, she pretty much just like made a shit bet with a child and ripped off the kid. So that's, I mean, that's obviously pretty scummy. That is pretty villainy. I know, but I think, I think you guys are on the right track though. Like Hades is a bad dude, but like I would hang out with Hades. <laughs> uh, Animated Hercules, he is a little bit of a flamer. But I think that I think you'd be fun, and James Woods does him well in Hercules. I, I, I'm in agreement with you guys. I think we send Hades through here. Hades moves on. All right, and then our final round of the final matchup of the first round, we have uh, the previously mentioned uh, Malficient, Mal- uh, Maleficent, <laughs> um, versus uh, Aladdin's Jafar. So Maleficent is in Sleeping, which Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. We're certain of that at this point? Yes, yes. I looked it up. Because doesn't okay, she turn you. into I'm a so dragon? Glad. That I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen Sleeping Beauty. Hmm. She and does turn that, into a dragon in the original. Um, and I didn't see the Angelina Jolie movies. But I do, I think Jafar, I don't, I, I will say this. I don't, I didn't like the new Jafar in the live action one. I thought he was a little lame. I felt like I could have beat up Jafar. And I shouldn't feel like that about Jafar. But in the original and in the the Aladdin Part Two or whatever that went straight to uh, straight to yeah, VHS, Aladdin gets his he's a scary back. dude. Electric <laughs> <laughs> electric boogle. Yep. <laughs> I agree with you, Seth. I think uh, I think you already said Jafar. I, I'm gonna yeah. vote that way too. Alrighty, we move on to uh, our second round. We have Scar versus Cruella. Hmm. Well, if Scar was a dog, he wouldn't stand a chance. So at least he's had, he's he has that a, going for him. He is not a, <laughs> he's not a dog. Hmm. Scar did kill his brother. Mm-hmm. And he took over this is true. the Pride Lands. He did. He essentially uh, terraformed that. And mm-hmm. Cruella just wants yeah, to kill some puppies to make a jacket. So I... I... Puppies! <laughs> yes, puppies. <laughs> um, hmm. Again, it's it's... I'm going to give it to Scar here because I feel like, you know, he, he killed a family member to get ahead. Um, Cruella mm-hmm. didn't, I, not that we saw in the movie, had to, you know, kill a family member to get ahead. Yeah. yeah. Is that where you're I at, too, Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning yeah. towards Scar. He's just, he just seems more menacing. Um, I, you know, I'd prefer if, if I was, if I walked down a, a dark hallway and, or dark uh, alleyway, and at the end of it there's uh, Scar or Cruella, I'm going to be more scared of Scar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be more scared of a fully grown lion than a 65-year-old woman. Exactly. <laughs> hey, man. But she's I've seen, a lot of horror, I've seen a lot of horror movies, though, too, where the, that, the 60-year-old uh, woman that's at the end of a hallway really isn't a, mm-hmm. a 60-year-old woman. No. That's true. But naked. And she's not at the end of that hallway for very long. She's coming for that ass pretty soon. <laughs> that is... Uh, yeah, and it's going to be curtains for you pretty fucking quick if she grabs your ass. I think I need to um, agree with you guys and go with Scar as well. Um, so I think this puts him into the finals. Scar mm-hmm. was, before you announced the people in this, Scar was my pick. So we'll see if we can get him through the championship. But who's right. going to be his opponent here, Seth? We have uh, the next matchup, Hades versus Jafar. See, this one's hard. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that Jafar mm. has going for him is that he has a pet bird. It's the mark of a good villain. Mm-hmm. Captain Hook, it, it didn't get him through the first round. Wait, did he have a bird? Didn't he? He's a pirate. I assumed he did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he just had a hook. You can't have a hook and a bird. 
pirate etiquette. You um, you can either have a hook, a bird, or an eye patch. Those are the three. What about a peg leg? Ooh, okay, four. Wait so a minute, you can have Captain Hook have a peg leg? What about gout? <laughs> <laughs> That's standard. I think they all got gout. <laughs> he did not have a peg leg, I don't think. At least not in the beginning. Did he got eaten? He's not even in this final. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we talking about? Hades and Hades Jafar. And Jafar. <laughs> Jafar. Jafar did not have any of those. He had a bird. That's true. He did no, have a bird. That's how we yeah, got there. He has a bird. Yeah, yeah a bird. Gilbert Gottfried, yeah. right? See, and that's the thing. And Gilbert Godfrey, the... that is put the thing is though, is that connected to it? I don't know. I'm I'm so in the weeds on this Jafar guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did also have that Moses staff that turned into a snake or whatever. That was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he what did he do? He hypnotized the Sultan? Yeah. Man, Aladdin is dope. Aladdin is dope. I think I'm more afraid of Jafar, but there is that element of Hades is the only person on this whole list who I would like hang out with. And I have a hard time deciding what to vote for, whether I'm more scared of the guy or whether I want to chill with him more. That's exactly the argument or scuffle, whatever, the the thing I'm thinking about as well, because Jafar is terrifying. He threw a dude into the mouth of a lion. He tried to kill him again. <laughs> um, but Hades is like, hey, man, you know, let's hang out. If we're going villains, I'm thinking evil. So I'm going to go with Jafar here. Plus, he has yeah, a Yeah, that's where I'm leaning that's where I'm leaning to. I think the other issue, too, is if you're hanging out with Hades and you're probably hanging out in the underworld, you got those creepy ladies with the scissors and Oh, no, stuff. I don't and, like the scissor ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite website to go nice. to before bed. But. Nice. <laughs> Scissorladies.com, brand, uh, brand new sponsor of the SoCo show. You can get wow. uh, Click the link in the description paper box. for half price. <laughs> oh, God. Let's hope they're safety scissors, guys. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like you guys are voting Jafar through. I'm glad you took it out of my hands. I, I really uh, was having a hard time picking there. So so we got Jafar through. We got Jafar through. Uh, so final round is Scar versus Jafar. Jafar and Scar. Okay, so... Scar uh, Jafar. This is, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and vote first here. Um, I didn't mention this in the last round, but the reason I voted for Scar in the last round is the same reason I'm going to vote for him here. He has, I think, the best villain song mm. of any of the Disney musicals. I think Be Prepared, it does not, here, I know we got a sounder for this one. You don't get no respect. <laughs> it does not get respect within within the Lion King soundtrack, but if you look at it across the, the like pantheon of other villain songs, I think it's at the top, and it is fucking awesome. Also, Jeremy Irons is so sick. Like, uh, for me, it's Scar, um, one of the first animated lions that scared the shit out of me. Uh, it's a longer list than you'd imagine. <laughs> and I like Jafar. <laughs> I like Jafar, but uh, I got I to gotta put the homie Scar here through. I'm still stuck on this thing because I'm looking at pictures of these two. And Jafar has got the little tiny pencil mustache, a staff, and a bird. I don't think Scar can compete with that. His Scar accessory game is nowhere close. No, Scar doesn't have a bird. Zasu. That's not sure he does. his bird. It was like a, a bird by... It's in his mouth at one point. <laughs> oh, man, there <laughs> could be a lot of jokes your mouth, right yours. there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically he was. I mean, Zazu was, was there a lot um, under, you know, he was, he was forced to be there, but 
He could, you know, him well, versus. Well, now, uh, yeah, because he's that's being evil. Hmm. And he could just say, "Kill." Uh, what, what's the other bird's name? Uh, what's Jafar's bird's name? Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, go kill Gilbert Gottfried, <laughs> otherwise I kill you. Wait, what? What is the bird's name? I've been saying it. It's Derek. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be Iago or Iago or whatever. Oh, yeah. Iago, yeah. What a yeah. dumb name. We've done this so like many times character. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be. This is gonna be like. Wait, what was that? The podcast. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am going to be voting for Jafar here. Uh oh. So you are the deciding gotta... vote, sir. All right. Well, Bert, if we're the... doing, we're we're going down the list here. We got uh, we got the scariest of the two. I think I think the scariest would surprisingly be Jafar with that that snake staff. Um, that's pretty. <laughs> that's scary. what you call it. Yeah. Hello. Um, he he <laughs> he could uh, hypnotize Scar if he needed to. Um, if we're going bird battle, gotta go Zazu. Mm. Um, he's he's not losing. Especially if you know his life's on the line, he'd rather not be eaten. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna fight his way out of this world, uh, but he'd rather mm-hmm. not get eaten. He has no chance against Scar, but he does have a chance against the other bird. That's been my uh, oral history of uh, the bird battles <laughs> between Lion King and Aladdin. Um, Great history as well. <laughs> but if we're going just overall, like Cody said, their performances, the music. I think Scar is the winner here today. Oh, so. wow. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Scar. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! I guess, uh, I guess Jafar was just not prepared. He wasn't prepared. <laughs> that's a solid one. I was I was prepared from jump for uh, for Scar to be our champion. So I'm, I'm glad it went. It's not, a, it's not every time that... Um, that my original pick goes all the way, but I, I feel happy that that it happened this time. So shouts out to Scar uh, for being our champ this week. This was a good one. I didn't know, I didn't see this one coming, Seth, but it was good. Uh, inspired by Cruella, who unfortunately did not go deep in the tournament here, but um, uh, pretty solid bracket. Pretty solid bracket of Disney villains. A tournament of trivial topics. Fight. Champion of something. <laughs> yeah. Scar is this week's champion of something. That's I like that one. Oh, man. I want someone to animate Scar with a little crown that says something on it. <laughs> I think we can get that done. We'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Oh, man. Well, uh, from champion of something, we got to move to the champion of wacky facts. Uh, I think it's currently me. So let's see if Jared can unseat the king in this week's Factually bereft. Facts don't care about your feelings. All right, got three random facts. Got a blank in there that makes the facts incomplete. I'll have three multiple choice uh, options. Uh, Jared and Cody will guess which one is correct to make the fact complete um, and no longer factually bereft. Boom. All right. First question or first fact. Oklahoma's official state vegetable is the blank. Is it A, rutabaga, B, tomato, or C, watermelon? Hmm. Did you say vegetable? I did. I'm going to immediately say rutabaga because those other two things I'm almost certain are fruits. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. When he said rutabaga, I was like, boom, right there. But then when he said watermelon, I was like, get out of town. <laughs> 
So what are you going with? Oh, rutabaga. Okay. <laughs> the correct answer is C. Watermelon. What? <laughs> Fuck you. you gotta no, I know uh, it's not. <laughs> Look no, it it's up. not. Go to, go no to shit. Watermelon's not a fucking vegetable. <laughs> go to, I don't want to hear Google. it. What is? What Google. state was this? Oklahoma. That's the fucking. If you Google watermelon, it says, it says watermelon fruit. 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 <laughs> Oklahoma, those dumb motherfuckers. You rigged this. This is. This was a good. I, yeah, you got us good on this one. But also, Oklahoma eats shit. You don't. You need to understand your foods before you can name official ones. That's like saying that fucking Cruella is the is the. Um, uh, PETA human of the year. It's just, it's just incorrect. It doesn't, she's not even in the fucking category. So eat shit, Oklahoma, I think is the summary there, but you did get us good, Seth. I'll, I'll, I'll grant you that. You took advantage of a situation I, that was stupid. I made, <laughs> I made sure I looked that up and that that's what came up in Google before, uh, before I actually put that down. But did I you kinda, look up rutabaga? I, Do we even know what the hell that is? It looked like a root. Or are you just looking for a reason to say rutabaga? <laughs> Ruth Vegas, it's one of my favorite. Rutabagas? <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite. Uh, it's a good word. So I had to go with it. How do you even spell it? Oh, here it is. Rutabaga. It is it's like a cousin of a, of a turnip. I don't like rutabagas. I prefer politabagas myself. But that's just me. But I did go with tomato because there is that, you know, that, that debate is tomato a fruit or vegetable. Um, so oh, it's decided, a fruit. So I decided to go with that. And then watermelon obviously was the correct answer, but also a fruit. <laughs> I thought one of you guys might choose watermelon just as like a, oh, Oklahoma's stupid. <laughs> but they are. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been the smart. Like we went really quickly on it. And had I given it more than two seconds of thought, I would have eventually gotten around to Wait, this is obviously a trap, yeah. and Oklahoma can't read. I was going to say, so... was was the answer of watermelon, was there quotes around the watermelon? <laughs> or was there, in the question, was there quotes around the vegetable? <laughs> I'm not letting this go. Next time I, I don't care in what context Oklahoma comes up next, I'm going to repeat that fact later. That, that's something <laughs> I'm going to hold on to. All right, next fact. Uh, people who have, sorry, people who sleep more tend to have a higher blank. Is it A, sex drive? Is it B, alcohol tolerance? Or is it C, metabolism? Hmm. You're really gonna, you're really gonna do this to us, huh? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I want to say that it is C, but then again, you are a slimy, slippery man, and you might be tricking us here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. The, you you did a. No matter which way this goes, you did a good job of picking the uh, options because they all Thanks. seem true to me. So it's what was the se- sex sex what sex drive sex drive sex drive. Okay, good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so sex drive, alcohol tolerance, or metabolism. Metabolism. I think if we googled it, all these would be true. But I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say alcohol tolerance for whatever reason. That one's I don't have any logic. I just that's I'm taking a stab. And what one did you say, Jared? I said it was metabolism. 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 The correct answer is alcohol tolerance. What? Hey. (laughs) Oh, let me play you one too, Jared. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Do you do you know any of the facts behind that? No, I don't. 
I just uh, pull a fact and make a question out of it. <laughs> I love that you don't ask questions. Like, I, 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 if I was doing it, I would need to. I would get like a bunch of background and like have some like sub facts or whatever the fuck. But you're just like, no. nope, got what I needed. <laughs> yep, I too much that work. About you. <laughs> All oh, right, wow. then. the final. Uh, Cody's ahead by one. Uh, see if Jared can tie it up, or if Cody takes the uh, victory again this week. Third fact is blank were originally created as a tool to help deliver babies. Uh, is it A, chainsaws? Is it B, tongs? Or is it C, shoehorns? <laughs> <laughs> I can picture I can the shoehorn. All of them are effective. I think I know this one. Actually. I think I do too. I'll pick first because I don't want to give the illusion of choosing the same as Jared just to get, just to secure the win. I I think I've heard this one, and I'm, I think it's chainsaws. As strange as it sounds, chainsaw for five hundred, Seth. Oh wow, you're betting. Jared's betting five hundred. If he gets it right, he wins. The correct Wait, answer is. <laughs> you didn't know we had a bank of money with you, bet? <laughs> yeah. The correct answer is chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I got daily double. Hit that sounder. <laughs> Wow. I feel uh I feel ripped off, I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> I guess that's what I get for not knowing the rules. <laughs> <laughs> what I wanna know is did was it ever actually used for that purpose? Because that would not go well, I think. It was used exactly once. <laughs> was it really? I don't know. Exactly once. What's what I think is um funny about the options you gave us and this is just another example of seth being good at picking the the options both tongs and shoehorns would literally be better than a chainsaw 100 neither of them were true and as a person who owns a shoehorn let give me just one second to advocate for owning a shoehorn it's like a really old guy thing to do but it is so nice to have a shoehorn like i've had one for gosh i had one when i lived with you right seth so it's five, six years mm-hmm. I've been using shoehorns and it is so, it's just nice. It makes it really easy to put your, especially your dress shoes on and they're incredibly cheap. Like a lot of shoe stores will just give them to you. So get yourself a shoehorn. It's a good way to look classy while also looking like you need orthopedic help to put your shoes on. So both of those <laughs> things can be true. So what did we learn? What did we learn this week? We learned that watermelon's not a fucking vegetable. Uh, we learned that sleeping more can help you drink more booze. And we learned that chainsaws are not for digging babies out of women. So I accidentally just started the end of the show. I mean, that would have been a good place. To end wow, it. mic drop with that little that little learning. Damn, I could have just rolled right through it. I think it would have been nice and tight. But instead, we're, we're gonna have to do a little bit more Soko show. I'm afraid. So uh, let's wrap up this week's factually bereft. All right, let's recap the week. Uh, we didn't do a whole lot this last week, but we did a little. So let's uh, let's figure out what did you Jared, you mentioned before the show you continue to make progress on your PlayStation 5 game Returnal. You went from uh, from raging about it in one week to, okay, I kind of like this. Where are you at today? I think I am uh, completely on the opposite side of the coin of where I started. I enjoyed it. I understand what the game is now. It's funny. It's like, hey, here's Jared's check-in of Returnal. 
Um, <laughs> the biggest thing is for people who are maybe playing this or interested about this, waiting for the price to go down potentially, you have to set aside a chunk of time to play this game because I did, I'm going to throw up quotes, beat the game this last weekend, but it was because I played it for five and a half, five and a half hours straight, I believe. Um, because once you get going, you, you, you just got to finish it because if you die, you lose all of your stuff and it's next to, not next to impossible, but very difficult to get all of that uh, loot to back, your your guns and everything like that. So um, am I satisfied with the game overall? I think it was a challenge. It was a game that I had. I never played that kind of roguelike game before. The story, though, um, I'm not going to spoil anything. I, I, I thought it was going to go a different way than it did. And then the funny thing is um, last night I played until... Oh god, it was I hate to admit this and this is bad. I was up till 3:15 playing this damn game. Jesus. <laughs> because once you beat it, there's optional again quotes around optional because I don't know if it's still part of the game or not, but there's like another ending, but you have to go through all of the biomes and find one specific item in each one. And I didn't realize that and I should have that all of this is procedurally generated. So any sort of guide online is 100% useless because <laughs> each room is different. So I got five of the six. And the reason I stayed up so late was because I was trying to get this sixth one. Then I realized after reading through through like three or four different guides and looking at pictures and trying to match the picture to the map that I've already unlocked that part of the map didn't even exist in my game, so essentially I had to die and restart. Oh, and, no. <laughs> and I said to myself, fuck this, and I just went online, Googled last cutscene, and watched it, and then went to bed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so um, maybe one day if I'm feeling ambitious, I'll go and get that sixth and final piece uh, to finish it out, but uh, that was my adventures with Returnal. Um, I don't know. It's fun. I think there's still a few like optional things I could unlock, but story-wise, there's really nothing else there for me. Um, I don't know. It's fun. It was unique. I'm curious if they'll do more with that. You might need to go to MathisDesigns.com so you can get that piece. I kind of thought Seth would come in with the... Anyway. Oh. Swinging us. <laughs> We're not in the ads anymore. <laughs> you want to get one of those in an episode. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Cost I forgot. Extra. I need to slide you a five for that one. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'm glad you came around on this one, though. Um, that shows patience on your part. It also shows that you give a fuck about something you spend $70 on, so that's that's a good sign. But I'm glad you were able to uh, to get this out of it. And I think good for the folks at home who maybe haven't started it yet to know that you got to strap the fuck in and have some patience. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing. The, the, the biggest thing is just kind of patience and waiting for, I don't know, Seth, you, you've kind of noticed it with the bosses and stuff, like kind of taking your time and seeing where you can get your in at and, you know, avoiding things and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but aside from Returnal, I think the next game I need to play because I know Seth has just raved about it forever, is God of War. So mm. I think I will be starting that this weekend. There you go. Oh, shit. That's a deep one, too. You'll be on that for a while, from what I understand. I have that in my queue as well. I haven't gamed in a minute. 
I finished Ghosts of Tsushima, and it's I played uh, Crash 4 quite a bit, uh, but I'm not done with it yet. There's a lot of game in Crash 4. That's what I'm starting to realize. There's a shitload of stuff to do. But um, I'm getting really excited to start Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, oh I yeah. I got this for... I got it for free. I was holding out for a PS5 so that I could just take it all in with the the updated graphics and stuff, but I'm not sure I'm ever going to get a PlayStation 5. So (laughs) I think sometime soon I'm going to be starting Horizon, which I'm very much looking forward to. What are you working on, Seth? You got any, are you working on any games or are you waiting on something coming soon here? Um, Yeah, I'm still playing Returnal. I uh, got past the first boss at least. Oh, you beat him? Progress. I finally, finally did. But uh, yeah, that and then Ratchet and Clank comes out in a few weeks. Oh so I'm yeah, about that definitely be playing that. Yeah, so st- stuff's trickling out, and then on Thursday, actually, when this comes out, there's a Horizon Two uh, conference, so we'll probably learn more about that potentially when the release date is and stuff like that too. So soon as I can pre-order that one, that's going on my list as well. Lots of games out there. Uh, PS5 games starting to trickle in. Um, so it seems like the this generation of uh, new games popping up is, is starting to get underway, which is good. Hopefully that means they can get some fucking consoles out in stores so people like me can go get them. But um, at any rate, uh, lots of games out there to enjoy. Let us know what you're playing on uh, Facebook or Twitter at SoCoShowPod. Uh, besides that, we didn't do much this week. Um, so we're going to wrap up the segment there. That is What Did You all right, let's spin through a couple quick headlines in this week's What Do You Think? What do you think? 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 Brain Blast! Brain Blast. Uh, we got a couple bits of Season 2 news. First of all, Dave, which is very highly anticipated by uh, the folks on this here podcast, uh, one of the breakout shows of 2020. Season 2 of Dave is coming in the next few weeks. They have released a, an initial trailer, and it's a trailer that if you're just like hurting for some Dave content is worth watching, but it doesn't tell you anything about the new season. Um, it's just kind of a goofy, basically what it is is, <laughs> I, I, you know what, I'll describe the trailer to you. How does that sound? And again, this has nothing to do with plot, so don't worry about spoilers. Uh, the, the trailer opens with Dave standing on the side of a busy street, and he is standing and standing in front of him and facing away from him is a, um, I think it's an anteater, is what <laughs> it is. And it's like standing up on its two legs and Dave is holding its arms like you would a kid. And like it's facing away from him, like it's, he's helping it to stand up and walk. And uh, you can tell that Dave wants to cross the street, but it's like really busy with traffic. And he steps out into the road and him and the fucking aardvark are like dancing through the, the street trying to avoid cars like in Frogger. And eventually, <laughs> I think one of the cars hits them and it sets off this crazy chain of events. Like they go like w- shoot up into the air like in Scary Movie and <laughs> the car like hits another car and it crashes and it causes this big fucking group collision. And like some cars go off the road and like hit buildings and fucking explode and shit like that. And it just becomes crazy chaos for like two minutes. The the sloth and Dave or the the aardvark and Dave are flying <laughs> through the sky like in slow motion, <laughs> and they like fall down at one point, and then they're about to land on a car, and the car explodes, and so they go back <laughs> up into the air. <laughs> and, 
And they're like floating through the air and like Dave will like look at the camera and do a pose or whatever. And then at one point, Dave kind of grabs the aardvark and spins it around in like a ballroom dancing thing. <laughs> and he's spinning this aardvark around and then they like gingerly float down like in La La Land and, and land on the other side like on their feet. And then they look back at the road and all this chaos is happening. And um, they turn around and the reason you find out then that the reason they wanted to cross the street is to get to this little taco truck. <laughs> and so they're standing in front of this taco truck now. And um, uh, Gaeta, who is, his, if you haven't seen the show, is Dave's best friend, uh, walks up to Dave and Gaeta goes, hey, what you doing, man? The, this, is, this isn't the truck we want. Ours is over there. And he points back over to exactly where Dave was standing at the beginning. <laughs> and then it like cuts and says Dave season two. So it's like complete nonsense. It has nothing to do with the show, but it is very much like Dave in a nutshell. And it almost seemed like one of those scenes that they just totally spent their entire budget on. Like there's a lot of effect yeah. and stuff that went into that. Um, anyway, it's, it's pretty funny. I'd recommend going and checking it out, but um, I think the more exciting thing is that Dave is, is coming in just a couple of weeks here. So very stoked for that one. That aardvark thing is just fucking, it's weird. I'll tell you that, but go check it out. So we got season two of Dave coming up. We also might be getting a season two for another show. Um, I don't think you guys have watched this, but it was one of my uh, best reviewed shows from uh, last year that I watched. Watchmen from HBO. Um, now, I think this is probably still in the in the rumor category but what we did hear um one of the one of the uh, programmers or whoever the fuck who helped put the show together was being interviewed and mentioned that um that they're working on season two so i, I don't think that damon lindelof who was the showrunner of season one he's been pretty adamant that there's not going to be a season two so if there is another one it's probably unlikely that he'll be involved but I think no matter what they do, if they can rebuild this world of Watchmen and give us more for season two, I think that would be amazing. If they don't, I'm not going to be disappointed because um, it, it's a great standalone series that both of you guys still definitely, uh, I think, should go check out. Um, but keep an ear and an eye out for more Watchmen season two news uh, because it sounds like we may be getting that. But yeah, I, again, I will say you guys should go watch Watchmen. It's fucking dope. And all you guys out there should too. Highly, highly recommend. Uh, another piece of news out there, and this this is something, Jared, that I think you're going to need to bring me up to speed on because I have not heard this story myself. But we got a, a piece of news. We talked a few weeks, uh, a few shows ago, about the Powerpuff Girls reboot. That's <laughs> live action. Uh, Donald Faison from Scrubs is involved as the dad, Professor Utonium. Um, and there was, a, a I think, an interesting and, and maybe funny bit of news uh, that came out this past week uh, that you were hoping to catch the group up on. Yeah, I, I just thought it was kind of weird. I mean, again, I have no interest in this show, I guess. I don't know, CW, they do their thing, whatever. But they were saying that they're doing a more kind of grown-up, not exactly grittier, but more adult take on the Powerpuff Girls. It's, you know, them suffering from PTSD after the whole initial, them as children, you know, fighting all of these people and whatnot. Um, but some uh, information came out that apparently the uh, the, the pilot uh, was terrible, just absolutely awful. <laughs> so they're going back and redoing everything, rewriting the script, going to film that again and whatnot. But uh, someone that, who knows who this was, they, they leaked 
pieces of the script, the whole script, I'm not entirely sure. And I know some people had read it. Um, I saw some excerpts and whatnot. But essentially, um, so Dr. Utonium um, apparently is just like a huge asshole during the whole show and basically just using them to make money off of merchandise. And like so basically they're celebrities. Like they are – in, in my mind it clicked and it was kind of like um, – uh, the boys, like you know how in that world where they're oh, kind of sure. celebrities, like that's where I think that the 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 utonium guy was kind of pushing these girls and whatnot. Um, apparently, Bubbles is like a Paris Hilton type character. They said, and there's some lines from her that um, they, they like. I think it's buttercup and blossom are talking to bubbles and they're like no it sounds like bubbles it's your movie uh bubbles on her back or something like where as in like oh bubbles my god had filmed a porno and and whatnot <laughs> like i'm i'm thinking to myself who is this show for that's basically what i was thinking <laughs> because there's also a bunch of these other like jokes where they're talking about professor utonium how he's like dating now and he's like oh is he looking out for some beaker babes or some uh science hoes or something i'm like who wrote this this is awful well, like it's actually written by diablo cody who's that <laughs> who did, like juno oh and... my gosh really yeah she's actually like a really successful writer th- um does a lot. I, did she write the I, pilot though or was she brought on yeah after? she wrote she wrote the pirate i don't know pirate, I, again pilot. maybe maybe it's out of context or whatever but i was reading this i'm like this is just I, I it felt cringy to me also they were saying that mojo jojo is not the main villain he it's his son like he's not even going to be a monkey he's just a fellow scientist that worked with utonium but then somehow he died i think either professor utonium or the girls killed him and then the main villain is jojo the son of mojo jojo like it ugh. again well, i, I hate no that. interest no skin in the game but if you're going to take a property stick to that property you literally took the name and the outfits that's pretty much it because what kind of you're not gonna have any super like the villains of powerpuff girls were so interesting and weird and unique and if you're not gonna bring those in what's the point i think this is maybe an example of let's let's like take nostalgia and reboot it and they didn't give any thought to like why or how it would work so I'm not surprised to hear that this was trash. I, I think they'll they'll find a way to make it palatable at least. And well, I do. Keep I watch it comes it. out and it's like amazing. <laughs> well, they're keeping on pretty much everyone. It sounds like, and Diablo Cody's still writing, writing it. Um, so we'll see. The other person yeah. who co-wrote it with her is was a like a, a zombie writer. So maybe that's where some of the weirdness is coming from. But a lot of people like that show too. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, that show did do well. But hopefully they get it figured out. I mean, I guess, I, for, well, what I will say is, uh, and I, I this is this sounds like it's extreme, but I, I stand by it. Fuck this whole show for making Mojo Jojo not a monkey. That's exactly. Uh, it's his whole thing. So that pisses me off, but I was probably never going to watch this anyway. So <laughs> I yeah. don't have a lot of Yeah, that, that's the thing is like, <laughs> I, I just had to talk about it because I thought it was ridiculous. Like some of the stuff I was reading and whatnot, but also I... I'm not going to watch it. If it's amazing and people are like, oh, my gosh, you have to watch this, um, I'll give it a shot, but not not on my most anticipated TV show list. I'll, I'll ask a, a gross man question that will probably eventually get us prevented from uh, running for office. 
in this world where Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup have grown up, and one of them is in this bubbles on her back thing, which one? Which one of the? Uh, which one of the uh, Powerpuff Girls would you go for? Again, we're <laughs> gonna assume they're grown up in this, right? Because we obviously know they're fucking children in the main <laughs> show. So, in my mind, a Bubbles is essentially Britney Spears because it's very uh-huh, kind of sure. you know blonde, bubbly, maybe a little naive and whatnot. Um, and again, there's, I don't know Britney Spears. I'm just saying this. <laughs> um, Buttercup is Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of who Blossom. Like, who's a redhead? Who's I don't know. Or, uh, Isla Fisher? Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll go, I'll go with uh, Bubble. Bryce Dallas Howard. Carrot Top. Yeah, Carrot Top. That's it. Carrot Top. You got it. You nailed it, man. I'm a you 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 hit the nail on the head a second ago, Jared. Uh, Blossom is is easily who I would go with. Uh, pretty well documented that Cody's a sucker for the redheads, so that that was an easy call for me. What about you, Chef? Did you ever? You probably didn't even watch very much. I, I didn't watch Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Girls, but I'll say whatever one uh, Chloe Bennett's playing in the sh- in the live action show. There you go. She was the is lead Chloe... on. She was in, she was the lead on Agents of Shield. That's who that is. Mm-hmm. She's playing Buttercup. Oh fuck! I didn't realize that. I don't know which one she's playing. Um, it's Buttercup. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe we will have to watch that anyway. But That's gross. I've had a crush on her for about nine years now. So <laughs> let's keep it going. <laughs> uh, Bennett is go. Blossom, actually. Really? Yeah. She. So she's uh, apparently the redhead. Did they change her hair to red? Oh, they did. Okay. Well, we can have a conversation about that offline. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We we better okay, roll okay. forward. All right, all right. We uh, we're gonna try to keep this show relatively short, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and move on, uh, and that's gonna wrap us up for this week's. What do you think? What do you think? All right, folks, lots of movies coming out. We talked about it last week, so let's review a couple of them. We got some TV as well. Uh, this is what did you watch? What? I'll go quickly on a couple movies that have been out for a little bit, um, but that I watched and enjoyed a lot. Um, The first one is on Netflix. This came out a few weeks ago, and it's called Monster. This is the story of uh, a young black man, a kid, I guess, he's 17 or 18, I think, um, played by Kelvin Harrison Jr., who gets mixed up with a robbery and he is arrested as a as an accomplice to this robbery, which goes wrong, and uh, someone is killed in it. And so, he is uh, he's arrested and jailed, and eventually put on trial for being uh, an accomplice to this murder. And he's essentially uh, he's mixed in with it because they think he's a lookout, and he he's he's trying to prove to them that he he wasn't a lookout; he was just there. And you know the cops decided that he was a suspect because he was black and in the area. And um, that's sort of the setup for this. What's interesting about it is uh, the main character of this, Steve, uh, who again is Kelvin Harrison, he is a uh, filmmaker, a student filmmaker. Um, And so the sort of um, conceit of the movie is that he narrates it kind of as though it were a script. So it's, it's his actual story. Um, I don't think it's based on true events or anything, but it's his story. But he'll say, like, when a scene changes, he'll say, cut to interior courtroom. And then he'll, like, describe the scene. And it's an interesting way of doing it because it's, it's, a, it's kind of a third-person perspective, but with his 
there's some of his perspective on that narration, but also you can tell at times that he's reading it through the eyes of someone who doesn't get it. So he'll say like, here's this dangerous looking black kid, but it's him that he's referring to. So he's, he's pointing out the differences in, in how, how people see each other. There's an interesting cast in this. It's actually kind of stacked. ASAP Rocky, the rapper, is in it. John David Washington as well. Jennifer Hudson um, plays Steve's mom, and Jeffrey Wright plays his dad. And then also um, Jerome Jarrell, who, or sorry, Jarrell Jerome, I got his name backwards. He is in that in this as well as kind of a bit part. And then Tim Blake Nelson is in this, and Nas, the rapper. So there's a lot of people in this. What's interesting to me is that this movie actually, if you go on IMDb, it's listed as a 2018 movie. Um, So I think it was in the can for a while before it made its way to Netflix and got released, which I don't quite understand because I liked this movie a lot. I would have expected it to be bad with that delay, but it's, it's, I thought it was really good. It's 99 minutes. um, It's pretty tight. It's very um, close up, very intimate. Um, while also being pretty, I think, thrilling uh, would be a good way to put it. There's obviously the the dread and the anxiety that comes with, here is this young black kid on trial, um, and you get to see a lot of, you know, white people not believing him and shit like that. And the way that they structure the film is interesting because it's set in the courtroom with cuts back to various parts. So they reveal different pieces of the story to you from different perspectives along the way. And it's really interesting to see the way it all unfolds. I liked this a lot. I think my biggest takeaway is just that Kelvin Harrison Jr. is fucking awesome. Like, if you <laughs> haven't gotten on board with him yet, like, get there. Uh, Seth, you put me onto him a couple movies ago of his, I think, with Loose, which is also... If you're choosing between this mo- monster and Loose, pick Loose. But Monster is also very good. I liked it a lot. It is... It's not an easy watch. Uh, it, it's stressful. But I, I think I think I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's on Netflix. You can check it out. Again, it's an easy hundred minutes, not easy, uh, short hundred minutes. So I'm going to give this a recommendation, especially if you're looking for, you know, if you're in a social justice mood or, or if you want, if you are into some intense, you know, I don't want to shortchange that it's intense at times. Um, not really graphic or anything like that, but it, it gets real at times. So watch out for that. Um, so if you've been thinking about watching this one, but you didn't see it get a lot of buzz. I think it's maybe not getting enough credit because um, I liked it quite a bit. But um, uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, again, this is Monster, available on Netflix right now. Jarrell Jerome is interesting in this because we later saw him in When They See Us. And you can tell that they filmed When They See Us after this because it looks like he ages like a lot between those mm-hmm. two projects. And so it's weird that I saw this after and he looks so much younger. Same with John David Washington. You wouldn't have recognized him at all in this, but since like Tenet, you know, you know who that is mm-hmm. and Black Landsman. So it's kind of a weird one to watch. It feels out of time, uh, but it's a good one. It's a good one and a good story. The other movie that I saw, you guys actually reviewed this before, so I, I will be brief, um, but this is Profile. So this is by the same uh, producers that made Unfriended as well as um, uh, Searching. So Profile is about a journalist who is uh, going undercover sort of to catfish a um, ISIS recruiter. So she's posing as a girl who's uh, getting recruited by ISIS in order to find out and write a story about how it's done. What I will say about this is that style of filmmaking... if you haven't seen one of these, I totally understand that it sounds totally dumb. Like just watching a screen for two hours, like a computer screen, everything happens within the bounds of this computer screen. 
I understand why you think it's dumb. Give it one chance. Either watch Profile or watch Searching. To a lesser extent, Unfriended, but those other two, you will get it by the time you finish the movie. It is such an interesting way to watch something, and they're able to create so much suspense and um, so much intrigue with just the way things move around on a computer, and it all makes sense because we're all pretty familiar with you know, the different apps that get used and, and all of this stuff. So um, this, if you liked searching, watch Profile. It's, it's similarly very suspenseful, very intense. There is some very intense shit in here. Like my muscles were sore when I left the theater just from being like tight. Um, and I know you guys mentioned that tension last week as well. Um, so I know you thought the same thing. Uh, the way this unfolds is, is just very, very cool. I think this is just further proof of concept that this is a legit way to tell a story. And they've shown that you there is some breadth. It's not necessarily pigeonholed into, into a small genre. You can do different things creatively here. And so I'm excited to see what they do next. But Profile is a good one. You're not going to see it in every theater. You might need to wait until it's on a Netflix or VOD. But when you can get a hold of it, highly, highly recommend uh, that you see Profile. It's pretty fucking dope, in my opinion. So keep an eye out for, again, Monster and Profile. Uh, I mentioned before Monster is on Netflix. While you're over there on Netflix, you might keep an eye out for... <laughs> we laughed before because Jared and I completely missed this over the weekend. But Seth, you caught season three of a show that has been on a long break, but it's one that we've uh, enjoyed the first two seasons of. Yeah, I uh, caught almost all of it. Got about 15 minutes left. Um but uh, I think I've watched enough <laughs> to uh, get an opinion of it. Uh, Master of None Season 3, which kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think this is something that anyone was really expecting, but definitely understand why they at least gave it a shot because I think it fit. I, I, I can't tell if this was filmed during COVID or not, but it seems like it might have been just because it's a very personal story. It's like stripped down, not a lot of characters in it. Um, there are some settings where there are people, um, like it, public settings, but, um, and you can't really tell if there's COVID going on, which is again, is a whole thing of, I think watching stuff now, we're all going to be looking for that. Like when was this film? Mm -hmm. But, uh, very personal story. It also changes where, uh, who, basically who this is taking place around, um, it goes from Aziz's character, uh, dev to Lena Waithe's character, um, uh, Denise. And, takes place so the last season came out in 2017 i think presumably this is taking place now and she's at a lot different place in her life than when she was in the show last um she's a successful writer has a lot of money um now is in a i believe she's married and so this season also is called moments in love so basically what this kind of does it takes place in uh five chapters um over the course from that point where you see them happy in a house married and all this stuff to basically something kind of crazy happens and it shows the stages of that relationship kind of crumbling and it's it's a very like it's it's interesting in that it, it the feel is nothing like the other master of none seasons um it even the aspect ratio is like Zack snyder <laughs> it's like a Zack snyder movie nice four um, three baby yep and uh, it's very grainy. It looks like it was filmed like uh, filmed in the '90s almost. But uh, it and it's very very artsy. Like there's a lot of like hold like a lot of the shots kind of hold on like scenery or 
like there's there's an episode where it hangs on like a coat rack for a while like just kind of like long slow pace drawn out stuff but i think in a good way um again it's it's a personal story it's um you can tell this one was was made with a lot of a lot of care and thought put into everything because it's not a very long season like i said it's five episodes um a couple of episodes are an hour um close to an hour a couple episodes are only 20 minutes there's one episode that's like 30 minutes so it's like three and a half hours total i think so not super long felt more like an indie movie i think um but i like the way that it was all structured but it, it again because it's so short it all felt really personal i liked it a lot though and i think i, th- I think this is probably the best way to maybe get some of the the heat off of aziz because <laughs> he's not in it he's in it but very very limited it's mo- it's pretty much mostly um, Lena Waithe's character, so I'd recommend it if you've seen the other Master of None seasons. Um, still, I think Aziz is still very involved with it. I think he co-wrote it and directed all the episodes. But um, yeah, if, if if you're a fan of Aziz or a fan of the other Master of Nuns, I think this is a it's definitely a must-watch. But prepare for, prepare yourself for not much comedy and a much more serious story. I think uh, more personal and serious story. I like this. I think the, strangely enough, I th- I always thought that Master of None, the strength of it wasn't the comedy. I think that mm-hmm. was an interesting thing about the first two seasons. So if they're steering away from it, and I like Lena Waithe, so getting to see more of her is interesting. I know that the Thanksgiving episode in season two was a big standout. They won a, an Emmy, I think, for the writing on that episode. So mm-hmm. I think more of that is welcome. I'm excited to to jump into this. As much as I would like to be still following Dev and his story, uh, I think this makes sense. I think you're right. I think part of it has to do with um with what's gone on in his life in the last couple of years and the rise of Lena Waithe to to you know uh she's she's made a lot of um her career has grown a lot and so maybe they're just seeing her as more of a draw right now too so I'm excited to check this out I'm excited to check this out so again that's uh Master of None season three that and Monster are on Netflix Profile is in theaters now and we are headed into Memorial Day weekend uh, the the I guess most official start to summer movie season that we have. And there is some pretty exciting stuff coming out this weekend. So let's take a look at what is coming for us here. It's coming right for us! So, uh, Jared, let's start with you here. The um, the big Disney, we talked earlier, uh, she made our villains bracket earlier. She did not win. Um, but you've caught a early screening of Disney's latest live-action villain uh, origin story. Yeah, yeah, Cruella is, uh, they're, they're taking the wealth, or the they're going into their uh, animation and seeing what other kind of live-action stories they can mine from it. And I won't get too into um, the review of this, because I'm sure we'll talk more in-depth next week. Um, but this was interesting because again all these other live action movies have had kind of a template a source material something to go off of and this one was kind of like hey here's a character here's characteristics around the character now make a story and i think what they did here was find a nice footing into kind of the early days of this character again setting it in what 1970s uh kind of london britain stuff like that where punk rock is very much becoming a thing um i think they they did a great job with this this is a little premature but i think this is my favorite live action disney movie that they've done so far you know the other ones they have music and stuff i guess lion king didn't but i didn't really care wait it did have music um 
Yeah, this one this one was fun. I think uh, the the main thing is just kind of the acting of uh, Emma Thompson versus Emma Stone, and kind of you know the whole Devil Wears Prada angle that a lot of people have kind of made comparisons to. If you have the opportunity, check it out. I enjoyed it. We'll talk about more of it next week. That we will. I know I'm checking out this one. It's big theater weekend. Uh, for myself here um, I'm going to be seeing Cruella as well as A Quiet Place Part 2 which um, was meant to have come out last last spring getting into last summer and uh, they delayed it delayed it delayed it delayed it because they said you gotta see this in theaters and every early review that I have seen says that this is fucking dope mm-hmm. so very excited to see the sequel Quiet Place 1 obviously was a was a total breakout hit so we will see. We'll be back with a review next week on uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Um, so keep an ear out for that and get out to the theater and check it out for yourself if you can. And finally, uh, and I think, strangely enough, what we might be the most excited for on this show is on Sunday, if you've got Netflix, uh, you're going to have the release of Bo Burnham's new special, uh, which Seth, remind me, is called... Inside. Inside. So Bo Burnham Inside... Uh, much anticipated, not much anticipated because we didn't think it was happening, um, but the surprise follow-up to Make Happy uh, shot and everything by Bo Burnham during the quarantine. So we'll see what Bo Burnham's been thinking about. Very excited to check that out on Sunday. Seth, you're going to be, are you going to be off the grid then? When are you going to be able to watch this? I'll, I'll be able to watch it Sunday morning. Sunday um, okay, morning, good. rain Before is I head falling. Out. All right. Well, Adam Levine <laughs> cameo there. I'm glad. I, I don't want you to have to wait on it because you're, you're maybe as pumped as anybody. Uh, for more Bo Burnham. So, again, make sure you guys come on back next week. We'll have full reviews for Cruella, Quiet Place Part 2, and Bo Burnham Inside. So that's what we got coming up this weekend. It's coming right for us! And that'll do it for this week's What Did You Watch? What? 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 What did you watch? All right, folks. Well, we're just about out of here. But as usual, before we go, got to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more thing. I went this entire time without thinking of one more thing. Does one of you guys have something on deck? Um, I can talk about something real quick. Um, I started, uh, there's a show on HBO. Did I, I don't think I talked about this last week. Um, show on HBO called Hacks. Did I talk about this? No, but I'm, okay. I want to hear more because I've seen commercials for this. Yeah, uh, HBO Max, this is on called Hacks. Um, this essentially... There's not a ton of known people in it. Um, I think the main lead, let me pull it up quick. She is, you would recognize her if you've seen her. Uh, Jean Smart is her name. She's been in a lot of, She was, most notably uh, in my memory, is she's the mom on Snow Day. Um, nice. <laughs> but she, uh, so the, the the story here, she's uh, um, like a really like a well-known um, stand-up act, but she's kind of like she's in the twilight of her career she has a residency in vegas which does well but is starting to kind of decline um she's older and isn't getting a ton of work or anything like that she works she actually like works as a qvc consultant type like she does like the shows and like sell stuff on qvc type thing so um she's not getting a lot of work and um she's getting kind of getting kicked out of her her residency and so her agent decide or um, suggests to hire a writer to bring on a writer to help write jokes and things. And the, um, she brings on, or he suggests a writer who 
is like kind of the up and coming writer. She's done a couple hit shows and then she gets kind of canceled um, by a tweet she uh, makes. And so she's not able to get a lot of work. Um, that's basically the only job that will hire her is um, writing for uh, the stand up. And so the show's about kind of like them both needing each other, but also not wanting to need each other. And that relationship starting to kind of form. Also, stand, uh, you know, it's a show about stand up and comedy, so it's a really funny show. It's hilarious. Um, rated our show, so they don't they don't pull punches on it. <laughs> um, and uh, I. I, I think it's been really, really great so far. I think uh, immediately they do a good job of, of that relationship between the two being contentious, but also like they see something in each other. And uh, again, hilarious. I've, I've really liked it so far. So I, if you have HBO Max, I would definitely recommend it. Half hour as well. So half hour episodes. So I know that'll appeal to, to Cody. Goddamn right. I love that. This is, uh, this is cool. This is Hacks on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, HBO Now. You can check it out if you have my password, Max. Uh, which most people do. <laughs> HBO Max. What did I say? You know what you said. No, I actually don't. <laughs> now you said no. Now, okay. Well, it's well, now, now I'm on saying HBO. HBO Max. Max. Yeah, yeah. Now it's on HBO Max. Yeah. Amazon Prime. HBO Max now, like now right Max. now. Yeah. Now, Max. <laughs> Jared, what do you got? <laughs> um. And again, this this could be a topic for maybe a longer episode or just a side episode or something like that. But uh, so I went and had a drink with a friend um, I haven't I hadn't seen in a while uh, or anything, and we were talking and whatnot, and just kind of nonchalantly said, "Well, the prob basically um, women, I understand." Everyone has problems and stuff, but do not comment on a man's height. That's what I'm going to say. And again, I am not the shortest. I am not the tallest. But I know that that has probably or actually has been kind of a problem, a little basically salty cat right now of me um, in previous relationships and people I've seen and stuff. Um, And when they said that, they act like it was not a problem. And I'm like, I I really, scientifically, I can't do anything about that. So, um yeah don't do that people i agree that's that's annoying i um <laughs> i i wasn't gonna mention this but i i i have i've just recently uh re-entered the dating pool and the the very real amount of like weight that people put on your height it is, is ridiculous it's, you can see it it's it's a thing it's out there it's weird i don't get it but it is a thing. And it's like, it's one of those, not to be like the men's rights guy who I fucking hate, but like we live in this world where we're supposed to be so like body positive and stuff, but we're still doing that with the height thing. Mm-hmm. I don't get it either. I think you, I think you raise a good point. It's pretty fucking annoying. Maybe someone out there can explain it to us. But. And, and <laughs> again, this is a topic for a longer or a conversation for another time or something like that. But I think TikTok then read like you know it hears everything so then it started feeding me these videos of like certain people stitching with people and being like i i really like there's nothing i can do about this like basically kind of it took me to like short tiktok or something even though i'm not even that short i'm i'm a little below (laughs) average people you know i make it up elsewhere in my fingers oh there he goes he's even (laughs) he's even taller laying down (laughs) nice Uh nice they call me the like. human sundial. 
oh, jeez. That's, <laughs> that's an image I did not need. I can tell you that much. Holy shit. Um, honestly, so this is how boring my last week has, has really been. Um, the th- my one more thing is going to be, and I know Jared will appreciate this, I found out you can buy acai. You know how it oh. comes in that like ice cream form mm-hmm. in, in a bowl? You can buy that. Uh, I found some at my store, and I, I wish I – I'm not going to go get the fucking brand name of it. But essentially it comes in these little um, pouches, and you put it in the freezer, and then you take it out. It doesn't take very long to thaw. And I've been making smoothies out of it this week uh, with a bunch of fruit and some um, – the other thing that I have found is you can get granola, but I found a granola. This one I know who makes it. It's kind, and it's a peanut butter granola. So it's like chunks of. Gr- I I ate it. I ate like twenty five fistfuls of it because <laughs> it's delicious. But just the other day, I I might have been having some recreational, so that might have inspired some of that. But those two things plus just like some chopped fruit. I've been making smoothies this week. So I I don't know if you're like me, I've been of the mind that like, I can't have acai unless I like go to a place where they make bowls, but you can totally buy the shit at home. I didn't know it. uh, And I imagine someone out there has maybe had the same issue for me uh, as me. So look it up. You can find the shit. uh, And it's awesome to make it home and way cheaper uh, because that shit's expensive if you go out and buy it. So Acai at home is my one more thing. That's, so have you been old and lame, but that's it. Have you been just making smoothies or are you going like all out and doing the whole presentation like in a bowl, how they serve it? Like, oh, we get the we get the strawberries over here, a nice uh, filleted uh, banana here with some crumble. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have been working on my banana fillets. But by the way, another band name. Banana <laughs> um, <laughs> the only reason I haven't done it as a bowl is because I've been in a hurry um, the the times that I've wanted to do it. So I've just made a smoothie to go. But this weekend, I fully intend on doing an at-home acai bowl, and I will let you know how it goes. I think it's kind of tricky because the way it initially comes, I think you're supposed to mix it a little bit, but then it's like if you mix it too much, then it's going to be too thin. So I think it might take some experiment and take some experimentation. I will report back uh, in a new segment called uh, Cody's Acai Corner, uh, we'll, we'll bring that to you guys next week. Uh, more to come. <laughs> so uh, get yourself some acai. Watch uh, Hacks on HBO Max now. And don't talk shit about people's height because that's a stupid fucking thing to do. So uh, that's what we got this week for One More Thing. But I'm down to one more, t- one more thing. And that's going to do it for episode 197 of the SoCo Show. Big shouts out to our sponsors and our anchor wankers for help keeping the show going and growing. Shout out to everyone who listened this week. Again, even if you're not a wanker, you are helping out the show. Um, Just a reminder here, mark your calendars. June 17th, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, J-Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. Episode 200. It's going to be a big one, going to be exciting. We hope to see you all there. Um, Before that, in fact, just next week, uh, June 4th, we'll see the release of Glizzy's for Breakfast on Spotify, so go follow Friday After Class there. Uh, So lots of content coming soon here, uh, including from Jared. What do you got coming up this next week or so? So much coming up. Actually, I have no idea. I need to look at my... I redid my calendar or updated my calendar for June. I sent out a bunch of screener emails today, so we'll see what what we can reel back in. Um, If you want to check out what I've been doing lately, though, obviously TikTok, JBuck Shorts, go and subscribe there, Uh, bite-sized content every single day. Yeah, finally getting like a full week of like being set in one place, working on stuff, so 
hopefully some more kind of uh, reviews, ending explains, reactions, live streams. I don't know. I'm doing a lot of stuff all the time. There you go. No shortage of content around here. Again, make sure you get get a hold of your J-Buck wherever you can find it, but especially right now, J-Buck Shorts. Uh, make sure you get over there and subscribe so you don't miss any, uh, any of that excitement over there. All right. Well, folks, uh, we thank you again for joining this week's episode. We'll be back in seven days for yet another one. But that's going to wrap us up for episode 197. For the bro host, Jared Buckendall, and the so host, Seth Ott, I've been the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. Bye.